If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Yo, yo, what it is, man? It's B.O.B. And right now, man, I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Let's go. Why the fuck you say the earth is flat? I mean, you threw our whole career away and then just fade the black. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, we got B.O.B., the legendary B.O.B. jumping off the porch with us today. What's up, bro? How What's you up? What's up? What's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Feeling good, man. Definitely a pleasure having you on the porch, man. Yeah. You know, you've you done a lot, you know, for, for Atlanta, a lot for the culture. So um, definitely a pleasure having you here. Feel good to be on the porch, man. Yes, sir. Shout out to Eastside. <laughs> yes, sir. No, nah, most yep. definitely, bro. Nah, and, and, and let's start <laughs> there, man. So, Decatur, can you talk to us about it, man? Like, now, you were born in North Carolina, right? Yeah, born in Winston-Salem. Okay. Yep. And then raised in uh, Decatur. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what was it like, man, coming up in Decatur? Man, like, it, it's, it was, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it. I didn't realize like how much it, it molded me and played into who I would be so far in the future, you know what I'm saying, until now. Even though like when I used to make beats and, and bring them to school and playing for people, they'd be like, man, like your music is different. Like they were always, people always tell me like, man, your music's different, your beat's different, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's so many different characters that you see in a, in a a, a city like Decatur, and I'm just glad that I can represent that side of Decatur, and, and you know what I'm saying, that side of the hood, and that that voice and that mentality that you don't typically see all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So, what was influencing your sound? My sound was influenced by <laughs> my sound was influenced by. Uh, Maceo, Crime Mob, um, Maroon 5, Alicia Keys, <laughs> Bone Crusher, <clears throat> Outkast, obviously. You know, I kind of listen to everything, you know what I mean? Like, I would, uh, I bet, uh, bet when they had them fucking, uh, them MP3 players. Oh, yeah. <laughs> about the size of a triple A battery <laughs> and you just get them bitches on Black Friday. I used to just load up, you know, hella songs, just be listening to them on the bus. And it's like, um, man, it's just like when, you, when you're like listening to albums like, like week after week after week, just listening to like every single day, them shits don't never leave your head, man. You know what I mean? And so <clears throat> my experience in Decatur was like, something that was mixed with a lot of different things, a lot of different influences outside of Georgia, outside of America, and 
you know what I'm saying, shit that, that you only will see indicator, you know what I mean? So I feel like I always had like a broad scope on things. Right. That's what's up, man. So what what was life like growing up in Decatur? Like what was what was that like? I mean, it really wasn't shit to do in Decatur, man. Like, I mean, unless you was like selling drugs <laughs> or just into gang activity, like it really wasn't much to do. I mean, I played I played sports. I played um basketball and football, like the Pop Warner Leagues or whatever. But like I was all I wanted to do was just stay, you know, stay at home and make beats. Like, that's all I wanted to do, you know what I mean? And I think I was just real ready to like get, to get active when I was in high school. Cause I be talking to my homies and I be like, yo, did y'all niggas have fun in high school? And everybody be like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> that shit was fun? Huh. Niggas is having fun. And so, you know, I just always wanted to just make music, man. Like, I kind of, I kind of like just stayed out the way. You know what I'm saying? I sold snacks in high school. I was a snack man. You know what I'm saying? I used to have to freeze the juices at the bottom, put and then had the ones unthawed at the top. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that was my hustle in high yeah. school. Had a bag of chips, had a had a Snicker bar. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. So now that's interesting that you um, said that when you were talking to your partners, their perspective was different from high school than yours. Uh, yeah. Why you think that was? Um. Like, why weren't you having fun in high school? What was it about it? Though? I mean, I think it was fun, like, skipping high school. <laughs> like, yeah. we would go to school just to skip school. <laughs> but, like, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I used to, like, I used to bring rap books in class. And I used to write my lyrics down in these notebooks. And the teachers would take all my notebooks and I just kept going to Walmart buying more notebooks. <laughs> and I just and I filled up their desk at the end of the year. Wow. They had to give me my notebooks back. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy, man. Nah, that's crazy. Um now didn't you get your first record deal while you were in high school? Yeah, I was 17. Okay. Okay. Which is wild. Nah, <laughs> and I and I bet that definitely took some of the motivation away to want to go to school. You gotta you know, you got oh yeah, man! Like I tried to, I mean, I tried to, uh, I tried to finish my, uh, I tried to finish it out, man. But they didn't have um, any programs for, like rappers. <laughs> they, <laughs> they didn't have any outreach community programs for niggas getting signed at seventeen. So, uh -huh. <laughs> yo, I remember I used to fly. I was flying out to L.A. on um, this was back. I don't know what airline this was. They had the colorful ass seats and shit. But like this was back when they wouldn't oversell the plane. So you get on the plane, it'd be like empty as fuck. Like, and I'm just on that bitch just sleep. You know, it's got the whole roll, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you was uh, flying like to the to the labels, like having meetings and stuff like that? Sessions, mm -hmm. work with producers. I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, I was working with some of the craziest, the most talented producers in the world yeah. when I was 17, 17, 18. Mm -hmm. And did you get signed as a rapper or did you get signed as a producer back then when you got your first deal? I got signed as, so like typically when you do, when you're an artist or you're, you're doing a deal, a record deal, you do the record deal and then someone's probably gonna approach you for a publishing deal if, if you songwrite or produce mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, 
And so, I mean, even if you don't, I mean, you're an artist, so you, <laughs> someone's gonna make money. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, you know, since I was young, I would play, you know what I mean? And so I did a production deal when I was out there too. So I would just be out there working and collaborating. Um, I never really been like a songwriter though for other people. Like okay. I write for myself real good, mm -hmm. but. Now I heard you just try to gloss over too, like the fact that you play instruments. Like, don't you play the trumpet? And oh yeah, no, nah, I started playing the trumpet in, uh, in um, I was like sixth grade or some shit. Okay. And so I played it, I played instruments through high school, but the shit that I learned outside of school was a different experience than when you like gotta sit like this and read right. sheet music, you know right, what I mean? Right. So, uh, so like I, I feel like you know I'm known to, to play the guitar, but uh, I pretty much like the, the the bass and the piano the best. Okay, it's just more fun to play. I don't okay, know. word. <laughs> and what do you think live instrumentation like? does you know like when you when you're making a beat like is that something that you use a lot when you when you are creating yeah like it's it's just like when you're when you're making music with live instruments you gotta like get out of the mindset that like you're playing an instrument you gotta just be having fun with that shit like and just make that shit do what you wanted to do you know what i mean the same shit with rapping yeah i feel like sometimes as artists, we can go into the studio and feel like we need to be a rapper, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're supposed to just say what you want to say, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. On some fly shit, you ain't supposed right, to be right. thinking like, I brought y'all a rap and then I'm trying to say that this type of shit happens every day, you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, right, like, yeah. <laughs> you should go in, like, folks should go in there as an artist and be willing to express, you know, your art and then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It should be more on that tip than the, you know, but but the ego, you know, play into it a lot. So yeah, man, like I feel like it's 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 more, it's more uh, it's more to it than just the talent on on a different level. Like mm -hmm. you know, like I was watching a movie last night and I was thinking about the actors. Like not only hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Not only do you got to know how to act, right? which is difficult as fuck anyway. Right. <laughs> but you gotta act like there's not a fucking camera in front of you <laughs> while you're doing that shit. Right. And so it's like, I feel like it's, it's, it could be potentially difficult to, to really just go in the studio and just like, really just be vulnerable, vulnerably yourself, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And not think about like, and it ain't even always like about, you know, being yourself. Sometimes it be, 
be anxious. Like I remember, I remember I used to record music like before. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. All the algorithms and shadow band shit like I record I record a song in a day and put that shit out that night and have like a million views mm-hmm. on the shit like just the anxiety to want to hurry up and do some right, shit is, right, is right. something, you know what I mean, yeah. to kind of master it, so, you know. Nah, that's what's up. Um, now, speaking on, like, producing, before you even got your deal, you was already, like, selling beats, too, right? Like you. Came- I sold my first beat when I was 15. Okay. To Atlantic Records, actually. Mm. For uh, City Boy, he had a song called Cookie Man. Okay, yeah. I'm the cookie man. Yo, that shit was hard. <laughs> nah, that's what's up. And so, like, was was getting, like, like introduced into, like, the industry that early, like, did that prepare you for when you got your deal? Like, were you kind of already prepared for what was coming, dealing with labels and things like that? Or was that even a different uh, mindset when you got into it? If you, if you learn, if, if, you're, if you got a lot of shit coming your way early, and you you want to learn about the business, mm-hmm. then you can benefit from it, and it's something to learn. But you know, I don't think a lot of fifteen year olds would be like <laughs> real pretty. I mean, from the time period I'm in, mm-hmm. like if I had like you know if I could tell all the artists about the business, I would. You know what I'm saying? Like just to just to prepare just to prepare people for like things that you should look out for and shit that that you could do to set you up for the rest of your life. Right, right, <laughs> you know for I mean? sure. I mean, even thinking about like back then, we didn't have even platforms like this where a cat like you could talk, you know, to an audience of people that's coming up where you can share game, you know, with these, right, with these folks. Right, that is true. You, you yeah, know what I mean? We were just looking at the video like, all right, right. what do I do? All right, do this. Like okay, all right, right. got it. <laughs> like, right, like we didn't we didn't really get too much of a chance to see that behind the scenes. And when we did, even that was kind of constructed for us yeah. because like your MTV behind the scenes of a video, I mean they're gonna show right. us it's the a production behind. itself too. Yeah. Right? yeah, you know what I mean. So they're not gonna really show you the good, the bad, the ugly that's really happening. You know, behind the scenes or the things that you know that we might see like actually being in it. So, um, when would you say that you jumped off the porch? Like what age do you think you jumped off the porch? I jumped off the porch 13, <laughs> I feel like. Right. I feel like I feel like when I was 13, and it may be different than what other people feel like jumping off the porch is. 
Because, you know, for some people, I ain't jump off the porch till nothing on you with airplanes. But I had to jump off the porch like 10 years before that <laughs> to make some shit happen. Yeah. And so, you know, when I was 13, I was like, all right. You know, we were so broke, man. I was just like, I was like, all right, I ain't doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got, we're going to do something about this. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that just, that propelled me through life, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think just just, just having to do something you don't want to do or having to, like, be in a situation that is uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then you got to, like, mentally just decide. Like, you just, like, there was a decision where I was like, I'm making it. And I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, but you need a plan B. What you going to do if you don't make it? And I'm like, it's like it's like if somebody uh tightrope walking and there ain't no safety net and you would right. be like, hey man, you need a plan B. It was like shit, I'm I'm doing this now. Hey man, the plan B is survival. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't no plan B, so right. so it's like, you know, um but you know, on top of all of that, man, you know, I just I think it's because because of what I, I learned, I feel like Even though I had to go through some shit, it's like I don't want other people to have to go through that shit. But then also going through that shit made me who I am today. So it's like, <laughs> nah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, character is built off experiences. You know, and the only way that we can even grow is to have some of these experiences and have to get through them. You know, yourself. So, I right. mean. It's like we want to share game with people and, and make sure that they don't make the same mistakes that we did. But right. think about, you know, a baby that never, you know, fall down. You know right. what I mean? Like they, they don't know what that feel like or how to get back up. You right. know what I mean? So right. it's, it's, that's, that's like a part of the survival, you know. Healthy pain, I guess. Yeah. Growing pain. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. Them growing pains. No, for sure. For sure. All right. So after. So, so you signed your deal. Um, now you drop. I remember you were dropping some mixtapes. You was dropping mixtapes with uh, with DJ Smalls, and you was dropping like a bunch of you know mixtapes, and was heavy like you know in that game and in the Atlanta scene. You know, heavy. Like, what was that like in those in those years? You know what I'm saying? Because those were like some prime years. The blog era, you know, was heavy. Like, it yo, was, the blog era. It was Fader, Hip Hop DX, um, Dat Piff. Yo, Dat Piff. Made niggas, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that piv was making uh, niggas careers yeah, back man. then, bro. Shout out to KP. <laughs> Yo, man. So many of my mixtapes popped off on that piv. Yeah, yeah. Um, nah, for sure. The live mixtapes era. Yeah, man. Boys. It was, you know, it, like a lot of shit. A lot of shit really. I don't know. I mean, even aside from shit happening, coming real early in my life, in my life, in my career, like that whole era was just i don't think like we didn't know how good we had it <laughs> like yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, nah, for so sure. much more visibility niggas could see your project when it dropped right people are going to the website to see who dropped right right crazy yeah nah i mean that was that was definitely a time i mean even in those years like the festivals and you know all of that like it was it was just heavy it was you know yeah. that was like a really dope yeah. you know dope era yeah so um you so you were on the freshman cover you were on one of the early freshman covers um recently 21 savage said that uh you know he would dust anybody 
in his <laughs> freshman class um, in a versus. Is there anybody in your freshman class that you would want to do a versus with, if you could? Damn. You know, we was actually supposed to do, I don't know, I guess, I guess maybe like, first of all, for the record, I wouldn't do a versus. I'm just going to entertain this for the question. Okay. But I feel like, I feel like me and Kid Cudi could probably do a cool versus. He got some slaps. Oh, yeah. But the interesting thing is, we were supposed to do an all-city chess club with Lupe Fiasco. Mm. That it was like a, it was like a, 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 a group. It was like it was like Lupe, Pharrell, Asheroff, Charles Hamilton, me, Wale, uh, Big Sean. Man, who I'm missing? I'm missing? But it was like ten niggas, mm-hmm. and this shit was finna be. We had already started recording music. Huh. But I think it's just too many artists. Yeah. And then niggas start blowing up and shit. Niggas yeah. traveling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, it, yeah, hard. It, it's like if, if y'all could have caught that right in that pocket, it would have been good, but everybody started getting motion. <laughs> we could have had a run with that one. Yeah, nah, for sure, for sure. So when you, uh, when you signed your deal with Atlantic, um, your, first, uh, your first single uh, was with Bruno Mars. Um, and I mean, I think that, not even I think, like, it exceeded, I think, like all expectations. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know what I mean? Um, and, I mean, it was a huge breakout. What was that like coming from being revered like in that underground lane and, and and you know pushing heavy within that realm but then um catapulting with this huge single what was that like shit was a roller she was a roller coaster ride i mean it's, it's a constant roller coaster ride you just get used to roller coasters mm. but you know um this the success of the record um, the success of that of that record initially showed me like how powerful music really is. Like, because I've been making music for years, and I've been successful making music for years. I had songs on the radio before. You know what I'm saying? I performed. You know, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, you know, well off. You know when you when you like. All right, I'm good, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> but still, like, that record, I mean, everything changed. Everything changes. The people around you, your family, your friends, your strangers mm-hmm. you don't know, everything changes. And it's good, bad, exciting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, like, that shit was, um, I, lear- I learned a lot that year, bro. And um, it's so crazy because I had so much Success, but I ain't give a fuck. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. 
in collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Fuck about none of. <laughs> I mean, I guess I still don't. <laughs> I ain't give fuck about none of the fame. Like I was like, fuck all the fame part. You know what I'm saying? It was just about music, performing. Uh, I would go to red carpets with sweatpants and slippers on. Like I'm like, fuck all this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now you see, your boy dripped out now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely maintain like that, that, that low key that, you know, like that appeal that, you know, why so many of your fans, you know, was rocking with you for so many years, even before having, you know, smash hits. Right. Um, so then with having a hit like that, did your um, devoted fans feel like you had left them or feel like, you know, like you were you, you were doing? Oh, them yeah, all? absolutely. I mean, the mix, it started with mixtape. The adventures, I mean, Cloud Nine. Yeah. B.O.B. versus Bobby Ray was pivotal. I mean, not <laughs> pillar, monumental mixtape, B.O.B. versus Bobby Ray. And then No Genre mixtape. Right. Those like three mixtapes. I mean, for some people, you got like Epic, which I feel like Epic is like the strange clouds version of mixtape. Like, mm. the, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, but like those, you know, that was that whole era, that double XL freshman. Mm -hmm. I had, a, uh, I did a song with Nintendo, um, that was playing in commercials. Wild Haters Everywhere was playing on TV. Mm -hmm. This was right around the recession time. I mean, recession, 2008. Mm -hmm. Fucking, that was crazy. Then recession happened. Then, bounce back. I thought that I was going to have to put out the adventures of Bobby Ray as a mixtape, like nothing on you airplanes. I mean, they weren't finna let it be on a mixtape probably, but <laughs> <laughs> that album was finna be a mixtape. Okay. And so when I put out that album and that shit blew up, all the mixtape fans were like, yo, the fuck you doing making pop music for? Yo, what the fuck is going on? So when I put out, let's skip past Strange Clouds, cause Strange Clouds is cool. You know, first of all, for the record, just to show you like how I really don't be like <laughs> thinking about shit like that. Like Strange Clouds had Morgan Freeman, Taylor Swift, Chris Brown, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> that shit had, and I was like, let's just skip past that. But anyway, yeah, because so. <laughs> I was gonna mention before you uh, say something. I was gonna mention that you were one of the first artists having Morgan Freeman uh, like on your intro. Yeah, and so that yeah, yeah that was. We had to write that shit too. Oh wow. We had to we had to write it like I was like, yo, can we get Morgan Freeman on the intro? And it was like, yeah. And I was like, alright, cool. What are you gonna say? <laughs> like, you gotta write it, nigga. Did you ever get a chance to meet Morgan Freeman? Uh, nah, I didn't. Okay. He was a, uh, but he was filming Batman at that time. I think mm. the one with Heath Ledger in it. Mm. So Put out a uh, fucking, what, wait, what album was Headband on? Was that Strange Clouds? 
Headband was on Headband was on clothes. Underground Luxury. Headband was on Underground Luxury? Yeah. The what? one with, yeah, with two chains, right? Okay, so that time period. Mm-hmm. Had that headbands. album was more like street. Like that album felt more, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. Strange Clouds, I felt like you were like getting back into, you know, what you were on in the mixtapes. And then, uh, yeah, Underground Luxury, that was like. That shit, uh, when Headband and still in this bitch, Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, had a little run. Mm-hmm. Then all the pop, all the fans that were saying, why'd you make all the pop music? What's going on? Then they were saying, wait, how come you ain't making pop music no more, man? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. So then, <laughs> and it's funny because when, when I first brought Still In This Bitch to the label, I was like, this is a single. And they were like, nah. And then that shit blew up. And then, were, and then when it was time to do the next album, they were like, you got any more still in this bitch headband? <laughs> like type records. So, um, I mean, it's just, it's just a, that's how people are, man. It's like, once something becomes nostalgic, you like it. Mm-hmm. It's a part of your identity now. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's so many songs from my childhood that's trash, but because it's nostalgic, <laughs> you say they live here forever. You keep, you keep, it, you keep it there, and the heart is gonna be there forever. <laughs> so now you got you got your new album um, that you that you just released, like back in like August, September, right? Yeah, we got. Um, uh, I just initiated uh, phase two of the elements. Okay. So it's elements part two, and um, the first tape of elements part your shit is so many files elements uh. one earth wind fire water elements two artificial intelligence antimatter i feel like i started a whole subgenre uh. but yeah i put out artificial intelligence first and now we have our antimatter and they're both on my soundcloud okay yeah. word word soundcloud uh only no not, not the dsps yet Nah, uh, there's too many samples on this month. Gotcha. Un- gotcha. Unclearable samples. Gotcha. gotcha. They're just like, yeah, they don't clear samples. I never knew it was artists that just don't clear samples like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Because some people are just like, they'll just release it, and they just like, hey, come find me, you know? Like artists from way, yeah, like that's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, just come that's find what me. I was doing. I was like, just come find me, bro. I'm not... <laughs> Y'all gonna have to spend that back. That's why, and then they charge you more too if you do that. <laughs> they charge you twice as much. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause not, cause now y'all have a choice. Cause yeah. it's either you yeah. pay them or, <laughs> hey, you gotta stop everything. Yo, I skated by with so many samples. Yeah. I don't think pe- people really don't come for you with samples unless it's making money. If it ain't making no money, they really don't care. Yeah. Unless it's fucking the algorithms on, on unless you go live. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that. Why can't we go live and play people music in the background and is and we can't monetize our instagram but you can do that shit on youtube yeah it, it, it's interesting like how each platform got their own loopholes and red tape as to why you can and can't do whatever <laughs> you can like, do are they making money off my lives <laughs> but you know that's why i feel like a lot of artists um want to remain independent is to not you know in some cases not deal with those issues, but then even though it's gonna come back around to you, you know, because at the end of the day, if you 
post something that sample, you release something that sample, it's gonna come back around. But you know. if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Oh, like how they say like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. You know, like folks uh just release something and you know want to release it and just not even think about that a sample's there you know what i'm saying just, i feel like the word independent is just a word like yeah because it's not really independent like especially the way that it is now because you will be independent right but your distribution company is basically running under the same system of a ung right. or a sony or somebody right. like that so no i know what you mean i know what yeah, you it's mean. like it's like you gotta have so many people but I guess independent is just you putting your money up and the label yeah, not. That's what independent means. It okay. means you're paying first. Right. <laughs> you paying that first. All right. So, man, there's a lot of, you know, controversy going on right now uh, with Kanye, Kyrie Irving, um, and, you know, some of, the, some of the different topics that they've been talking about and them being deemed as anti-Semitic and, you know, things like that. I know that you had a similar um situation or battle you know what i mean right. that, that you have been dealing with you know because of tweeting you know that the earth was flat and right. things like that um can you kind of talk about like i mean just you know with what these guys are going through right now and then like well no i want to ask you this better um can you talk about like censorship um, and freedom of speech and non-freedom of speech because what is freedom of speech if you know we're going to be ostracized if we right. express opinions and things like that <clears throat> well I mean I feel like I feel like you know socially you always have this like out of bounds or off limits area of discussion and especially when you're an artist, you know what I'm saying, you have a lot more eyes on you. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like you, you really have to articulate yourself well, you know what I'm saying, when you're talking about certain shit. Um, I feel like, I feel like nobody should be afraid to talk about something, especially if you just, you know what I'm saying, innocently trying to understand something or trying to, um, trying to gain a higher understanding, I guess. And, you know, I saw some people tweeting some, some stuff about like, you know, anti-Semitism and, you know, like them feeling like, you know, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm a little ignorant about certain things. Like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if, if Jewish people, if it's a religion or if it's a race, like, I, I don't even know. I'm scared to ask, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, just shut the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like, I just feel like everything is so like wild these days, man. Like the, the, the bar for like just absolute insane behavior is so low <laughs> like you know it, you could, people just doing anything you know what i'm saying so it's just a wild time anyway man it's like i feel like 
you know, I saw Wiz Khalifa tweet some shit. He was like, man, I'm tired of talking about everybody. Let's just smoke some weed. <laughs> it's like, you know, a nigga like me, I've been talking about so many things in my songs for so many years. Like, it's, it's damn near been a decade, almost, you know what I'm saying? And to see, like, people, all of the things that I talk about now play out on the grand world scale where now everybody's talking about it. And when I was talking about it, it wasn't really the, the, the thing to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you really, like, could throw your career in the blender with that type of, that type of information, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, now it's, it's, it's not so much of a, like, sensitive subject or a sensitive topic to talk about certain things that, um, you know, that we don't really know how people feel like, you know, certain places. I remember when I saw the movie Get Out, I was scared to go over the house of white folks. I was like, yo, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but that's, I'm just, it's just, you know, that's the thing when you, when you have a question mark in your mind about something, you don't, you really don't know. And if you don't know, you know what I'm saying? You have to find out or just shut the fuck up. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And I'm the type of nigga that like to find out shit. Nah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. You know I what mean, I mean? Being inquisitive is is always uh is always a good trait. I mean, because you're always able to expand on your perspective and you know, things like that. It's a shame that, you know, when you do step out and challenge like the norms of what, you know, society is telling us how to think, that in these extreme cases, and I mean, I'll say that this is on black people more than any other race. Like when, when we say things that are critical or do things that are critical, make a mistake, that mistake is so big, you know, that, yeah. it, or, or it's looked at as being so big and like the consequences that are, you know, brought on to us are like so harsh, you know? Um, right. And so, and, that, and that's why I even said like, you know, freedom of speech, but then the non-freedom of speech, because if you're gonna lose endorsements and you know things like that because of you know right and it's, and it's like right opinion. it's like you could definitely i mean you know and, and that's the thing about about me being an artist man because you know you could you could you could go two different ways about about making music i guess because you know the music we make is us looking at the world mm -hmm. and just saying what we see, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I ain't rapping about Jupiter, I ain't rapping about <laughs> right. Nebulon 7, like, I'm, I'm rapping about today's world. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I always recognize is that like, damn man, like, the more people just repeat shit, the more that shit happens. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's like, motherfucker, you could tell there's like, people that don't know what's happening. So you're like, well, let me say what's happening. So then, but then it's like, are you creating it? Or are you bringing awareness to it? You know what I'm saying? You always had that like, that line. Yeah. And so, um, uh, so it's like, you got two different ways you can go about, about that shit, man. And you know, what was the question again? I was, I'm gonna tie this together. <laughs> no, nah, nah, you good. I mean, basically we were talking about you know, like how there's a non-freedom of speech and how people's, uh, how the consequences are oh, so right. much harsher. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, because like, I mean like, okay, if you, if you just look at it, like it don't take a, it don't take 
a hard look that when you look at society, at some point in time, I don't know when, but somebody was like, all right, all these indigenous people and all these, all these indigenous people across the, the world and all the colored people, we need to get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> like somebody made that decision and there was some type of like war or cleansing or purge or something because everywhere you go in the entire world, the people who are suffering the most is us. Right. So it makes you think like, what the fuck is going on? Right, right. And, and it's like, I think it's kind of like a Stockholm syndrome because it's like, why is it so normal? Like, why is it so just like, not why like that shit doesn't like I've never stopped like since I was a kid and I knew how unfair I remember when it happened when I was like just the when the concept of racism entered my head was the OJ Simpson trial because I was just a kid in school playing all my friends and then when that trial came out it, it caused the division between the white and the black students and I was like oh shit hmm. This shit is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's yeah. from watching the screen. And then you got to think too, we're, we're nine years old. Why are they stopping the class to wheel in the TV and make <laughs> us watch this shit? Right. When the fuck is the uh, trial? Yeah, you know what I'm crazy. saying? That's crazy. Yeah. But then when 9-11 happened, they, could, they said don't turn on the TV. Right. So it's like they're literally programming us to behave a certain type of way. And so, you know, and, and that's the other side of it, because you see all the shit that goes on in the world, you know it's fucked up, and you know it's bullshit, and you wanna do something about it. But then also, you understand that there's a power in not giving it power mm -hmm. to whatever degree you decide yeah. that to be. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, no, that's crazy, man. Um, so, do you still uh, feel, uh, do you still feel like the earth is flat? Do you, do you still uh, roll with that theory? Um, when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous, but that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You know, I don't even want to pick a side anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really, I really, you know what? I really, I really don't think about it as much. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about the fact that I said it, but I really don't think about it too much no more. But I think the fact that it was such a, a lightning rod topic. Yeah kind of showed me a lot that I needed to know. Word, word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I'm a science nerd, and I, uh, I like, I, I, I follow Neil deGrasse Tyson. So <laughs> <laughs> that was so crazy to me when, like, it got so to the point that they were bringing him on TV shows <laughs> and things like that. Yeah, they had to go like, get science. Directing, you know what I mean, his answers towards you, and then you had the track uh, Flatline where right. you addressed a lot of things and, you know, even addressed him. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty wild, man, like, to, like, to say something and draw the attention 
of the entire media conglomerate yeah. and, and the science community. <laughs> I think you're the first rapper to diss a, a nuclear physicist? <laughs> <laughs> Beat that soldier boy. <laughs> I'm the first rapper to diss science, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get a chance to meet uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Uh, no, man. They wanted us to do a, a sit-down debate, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not debating. Yeah, nah. I mean, because that's that's like putting you. That's like putting you in the yeah, room, closing the door with the wolves. You yeah, know what I'm bro. And it's Lay like a steak next to you. <laughs> whatever, whatever you win, whatever you say it is. Right, right. And you know, stuff like that. I feel like. That, I felt like that was where, you know, um, I, I don't know if I want to say like a higher power or whoever it may have been, but I felt like that was a situation where they were trying to put a black man against another black man. And, you know. Right, because why didn't get Bill Nye? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, so that they was. Gonna they gonna try, they, try, they trying to love and hip hop science. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, all right, so ah. so now fast forward with, you know what I'm saying, you, you just released this TED Talk music video and you, you know, talked about some of those subjects and, and, and even tapped into just some of the uh, questions that people been asking, you know what I mean? Like yeah. about you and, you know, where you been and, you know, this and that. So that song, I, I really rock with it because, like, I like the spoken word aspect of it, you know what I'm saying? And right. I remember that style from, like, some of your earlier music, too, so I was, I was right. rocking with that um, on that song. But can you talk about, like, you know, when you made that song? Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. Song and then the visual as well, because it's really creative. Um, I sat down. Well, I, uh, I sampled fucking... Uh, Dragon Ball Z for the shit. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna, it was gonna be a whole different song. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to one of my homies one day on the phone. And, um, I was just talking about like, you know, talking about music, you know, the shit that gets difficult. You know, you, you'll make music for, I've been making music more than I haven't been making music. Hmm. Yeah. That's since crazy. I was, yeah. So it gets, it gets increasingly harder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because you gotta come up with new dance moves. You gotta mm -hmm. come up with new colors. It's only seven colors, but we need more colors, you know what right, I mean? Right. And so uh, you gotta just find different ways to tap into to music, you know what I mean? And I was talking to one of my partners and I was and he said something like, Why don't you just make a song where you like just ask yourself, why you say the earth was flat and just tell me everything? Cause I don't know nothing. Like I don't know what happened. Like nobody really knows. And I was like, you know what? I never did really just tell that story. Right. So I sat down um, and wrote this shit in one sitting, like front to back, straight. I think it took me like a couple hours. And and I just said it. And I like, I, you know, I wanted to like do punchlines and metaphors and shit like that, but that mm -hmm. shit, that shit could completely get in the way yeah, <laughs> when sure. you're telling the story. So I was like, this is a TED talk. It's not yeah. as rap, it's a TED talk. <laughs> nah, that's real. That's real. Now, now I'm jumping around a little bit, but 
you just mentioned, um, you know, that people wanted you to address, like, you know, what happened, you know, from from that from the situation. Can you kind of talk about that here in terms of, you know, after kind of the backlash of your of your statements and things like that? Like, how did that affect, you know, touring? How did that affect? Were you still signed at the time? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, how how did that affect, you know, like everything with your career? Yo. All right. When the when the whole like flat earth shit blew up, um, my Twitter was getting notifications so fast it was glitching, hmm. like it was like freezing up and making my whole phone freeze. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> one of my family members came over my house and cried. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, some people were mad at me, like people at radio stations was like going on air, like cussing me out. <laughs> um, I, I was trying to go on tour uh, in that same year and the certain venues were like, well, I don't know, if, I don't know about him performing here. Like he's been making statements about the earth being flat. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck does it have to do <laughs> with me doing a show? Like the outrage was incredible. It's crazy. And I remember the someone that works with the Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Braves, they called my manager at the time and they were like, yo, how the fuck did y'all do this? This is the this is the most press covered event of 2016. Wow. Did y'all do this on purpose? And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And um, you know, it was it was just pretty wild, man. And you know, I remember when I went to my label and sat down, and there was just this big dark cloud over the, the meeting. Mm. And they were just like, why did you say that? Like, why did you do that? Like the shame, like the shame and utter disappointment. And I remember I felt that same way when I was in third grade and I drew a picture of two people coupling. <laughs> and, and they brought me to the office and she told me to hold my head down in shame. <laughs> and it's like, damn. I guess like what did what did I do? I ain't even fuck yet. I just drew some shit because I was like, this shit looks. I was like, y'all, I saw some shit. I can I gotta draw what I saw. <laughs> Cause I don't know what this is, but people was doing it. Yeah. And it looked like they was having fun. I drew the people with smiley faces, <laughs> you know, on the chair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the smile go away. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yo, and so, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, getting older, like I get, I get, you know the disappointment when, when a kid, you know, is being, you, don't, you want to steer him in the right direction. But in this scenario, as an adult, I'm like, yo, I've never experienced somebody like shaming me like right. since I was a child. Hmm. So as an adult, it's like, yo, y'all nigga like, that shit, that it was weird. You know what I'm huh. saying? I, I would have, and, and that's, and, and that's the, the overall arcing point mm -hmm. is that I was ignorant to how people felt about planet Earth mm -hmm. and all of the celestial bodies. Mm -hmm. If I would have known 
I probably would have kept it to myself. And I'm pretty sure there, there are people that have lots of things that they probably want to say, you know, to different people, to white people, black people. I know when I'm, when I'm drunk and I'm around white people, all I want to do is talk to them hmm. and be like, yo, I want to know more about y'all because hmm. <laughs> yeah. I got to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's the secret? What's the, what's the secret? <laughs> and so, but it's like, you know, you always test the waters when you're doing that, when mm -hmm. you're speaking about things that you don't know about. And you really, you know, and I just feel like it's a learning experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm one of the people, I'm not really afraid to like test those waters. Um, but, you know, I think I'm more so interested in doing that like in. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, not on social media. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Find our own, find your own forums, own circles of people to build with, you know, on these different yeah. theories and, 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 and plans. and you Because know, I talk like to that. all races of people, man. I really try to educate myself on, on things. I just don't try to, you know, I, I don't just look at it and be like, well, I ain't doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I learn a lot of shit, bro, like about how people feel about their cultures. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, it's, sure. I think, like, for for me, you know, the the black, the identity of black people in America right now is a very young identity. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't been around for forever. Right. So it's like, we don't really, rap music is really all we have, like, rap and basketball and you know what I'm saying? Now people are um, embracing the, the 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 alternative black side of of ourselves. Yeah, the, yeah. you know the anime crowd and the um, you know that entire world. And it's like you know all the punk rockers and you know what I mean. And so yeah, I like I, I see, yeah, I talk I talk to everybody. And I be learning shit like and and so it's like our our cultural identity is real young, but. You know, when you talk to other people, like it's it's wild, like the how far back some of these traditions go. Oh yeah, for which sure. all you know started from <laughs> the the original inhabitants or whatever you want to call it. Right, right, right. And so, but at the end of the day, man, it's like you know, I I heard they were doing like some carbon dating with the not carbon dating, but they were like timing. Uh, however, they tell how old something is. Okay, yeah. They did that to the pyramids, and apparently the pyramids are even older than the Egyptians. Hmm. So what if someone gave them the pyramids? You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But does it mean that like one or the other should be disrespected because they did it? You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, I feel like, <clears throat> I just feel like, you know, everybody has a, you know, some type of validity to how they are. But, you know, I just, I feel like, you know, having a having a platform and a voice, I just kind of felt like it would be wrong for me to not say something or to address yeah, something. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm cut from the type of cloth that's like that. Like, I remember when I was a kid, there was a couple fighting in the street, and my dad, my dad stopped the car hmm. and got out and said, "Get your hands off that woman!" Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like now in 2022, you might get shot for doing that. Right, right. But you know, like that was the type of person I am. I remember when I was a kid in kindergarten, it was a girl, this dude bullying this girl, and I went and got him off of her. And I just, you know, just that feeling Mm -hmm. of doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like stuck with me for life. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, because you you feel like a man. Like I, I did. Yeah, like yeah, you feel you feel fulfilled as a man. Yeah, it's like the superhero story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now let me ask you this: um, Were the, like, you know, with you know, with dealing with you know the backlash and you know doors being closed, you know, in your face and things like that. Were there um, were there moments or like? things that you were surprised by when, you know, when it was happening, like, or, or, or certain people maybe that, where you were like, damn, like, you too? Like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, people turned on me, and I'm like, damn, like, you know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I feel like it's easy for us as people to just follow rules blindly. I mean, even me, like, everybody, because it's like, there are certain religions that believe in all different types of things. Like I remember when I was in when I was in school, it was a Jewish girl and a Christian girl arguing about their different religions. And one was like, "Well, how you believe a girl got pregnant without without getting without you know what I'm saying sex?" And, and they're like, "Well, how you believe there there's no or whatever you know what I mean?" And I'm just I'm I'm listening to both like, "Wow, you're both making valid points," you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like. But if somebody had an opinion about the sky being purple or blue, mm-hmm. like imagine you like turning, <laughs> turning, <laughs> turning against somebody yeah. because they believe something different. You know what I mean? It kind of, it kind of felt like something I thought we all learned in elementary school. Right. And I was like, damn, like, is this serious? What I believe in? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy how, like, even from being that young and then all the way to us being adults and. I mean, everything from religion, politics, all of that, I mean, it keeps us yeah. divided, you know? Yeah, it does, bro. I mean, it's designed to be that way, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I guess, you know, and I guess like in some sense, you know, like attracts like, I guess, you know hmm. what I'm saying? I guess like we, even in our own black community, we gravitate to like-minded people, you know nah, what I mean? for sure, for sure. Because, boy, I... <laughs> I'm just trying to chill, man. Like, nah, nah, I can dig it. Stay out the way. You ever see like too many? You ever see like too many niggas together? You be like, yo, that's oh, unsafe. For sure. <laughs> it should not be. That. For sure. I'm a dolo, so I, I see like, about. I'm all at y'all, yeah, bro. <laughs> I see more than two, three. I'm out. Like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> so nah, for sure, for sure. Um, what would you say is one of your biggest life lessons that you've learned? You know, through all of these experiences that you've gone through. Um. I feel like this is how I feel. I feel like I've been through I've been through enough of the things there is to get into. <laughs> and I feel like I'm closing a chapter of the book where it's just all this noise and this and that and who's right, who's wrong. We need to do something about this, we need to do something about that. And I'm just and I just closed it and it's these are the peaceful years, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, That's what's up. Um, I've learned a lot and I can still continue to like help other people who want to learn, I guess, because mm-hmm. it's obvious that's why I'm here, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I just feel like you have to keep 
advancing. You know right. what I'm saying? You yeah. got to keep progressing. Like, even if you feel like you've done everything, mm -hmm. maybe you're just done with, like, what you're doing now. Like, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do something else. Yeah. And I've and all last year, I've just been really just pushing myself and things have been pushing me to do other shit, like yeah. get into other things and like just grow. You know what I'm saying? You gotta grow. Right. Nah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, and you just came off tour. Just came off tour. Yeah. How was that? Man, that road is rough. That road <laughs> is rougher than before pandemic, man. Huh, I tell you that really? much. That shit is. Woo. What's the difference? It, do you think it's just the 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 time? taken away like with the pandemic and just not being on the road as much or is the dynamic of the road just a different piece? yo being on the road used to be expensive but it's even more expensive artists certain artists have to cancel their tours because like like big artists mm -hmm. because it's so expensive yeah like i i saw uh santa go had to cancel her tour mm -hmm. i love santa go I will, I will go see a Santa Gold show. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's artists that, it's artists that I made songs with and I toured with and I will still go see them live and support. Mm -hmm. So that was sad hearing that, man. Like, damn. And, and I'm here to tell you today, this <laughs> shit is hard. Word. Expensive. What was your uh, favorite city? What, like, what was the standout? What were some standout cities? Um, the, North, the Northwest was exceptionally well like a lot of sold out shows there is real mm -hmm. good um any city where weed was legal was always good <laughs> always a must <laughs> um and seemed like it's just a lot of the good thing is you get to eat all the food you know what i'm saying all mm -hmm. the different foods you get to eat oh yeah on the road oh yeah but I don't know, man, like, I feel like artists, we got to, like, put our heads together, man, and, like, come up with some new shit to do. Like, I don't know, like, touring, I don't know. Maybe it'll change. Yeah. Uh, got to gotta add some, got to add something to the experience, to, to yeah. the experience, like, for the, for the crowd. I feel what you're like, saying. Like, um, I like what uh, 85 South Show is doing. Oh, yeah. Like, they have a band, mm -hmm. and they, and, like, being on tour, that's pretty much what most of it is like you just yeah. you on stage talking shit to the with the crowd yeah, while the yeah. band is there you know I, I like 85 <laughs> south show too i like their style like how you know it's like three of them and they all bouncing off of each other like that that's my first time when i seen those cats like that's like my first time seeing comedians you know what i mean like up there yeah. basically bouncing jokes off of each other like that like yeah. unison, you know it, it's, it's good crazy. man it's like yeah. it's it's a and that's what i'm saying like artists you got to give we gotta give them something. We can't just do the cookie cut, like, you know, like, people don't like rappers like that no more. <laughs> like, yeah. nobody wants to come see, see you. You gotta right. give it a show, you gotta yeah. do something more, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, most definitely, <laughs> most definitely. So today, um, so today, they did the memorial uh, for Takeoff, and, um, you know, that, that's been, you know, heavy, you know, here in the city of Atlanta. Um, can you speak to, you know, the, 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 the heavy amount of violence um, that's going on in hip hop and then especially here in Atlanta right now? Cause like the state of hip hop seems, you know, it seems to be like at a state of emergency right now. Um, I think it's, I think it's a part of, 
how young the culture is, you know, um, and unfortunately, you know, I, I don't know if like if if we just like guns. I mean, I own a lot of guns, you know what I'm saying, but I don't be like into no rah rah shit, you know what I mean. So. I think, I don't know if niggas just like guns or if it's like where we program to like guns, you know what I'm saying? Everybody likes guns though, you know what I mean? Yeah. For the most part, you know what I'm saying? But I think just the way that we deal with, the, the way that we can't really articulate and we just know how to detonate, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's a part of it also because if it wasn't guns, it'd be swords or knives, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I just think that, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully some people will want to learn mm -hmm. and, you know, try to inspire somebody to handle this situations differently. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think also it's so much trauma that's just bred into and to us, genetically, like, mm -hmm. it's gonna be a while for niggas get that off them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 it's sort of a, it's, it's a real, you know, it's, it's something that's very painful to watch, you know what I mean? Like, and also it's a lot of music that some people blame for the behavior. Mm -hmm that I love also. Mm -hmm. I be in the whip bumping that shit like, hell yeah, yeah sweep yeah. the street, <laughs> sweep the street. <laughs> but then also on the other hand, like I grew up in a very violent, impoverished neighborhood too, but I didn't subscribe to the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like sometimes it's like, it, how much of a choice is it and how much of it is influenced? Right. And you know, I will say that, like, I remember back when I was, like, rapping about all the bullshit and, like, all the, the shit about the industry and how it's controlled and whatnot. And, you know, what I found out is that most people, if they had the chance to join a, a secret society, so to speak, they would do it. Yeah. So it's like a lot of, these, you know, a lot of people, you know, appear to be sad about stuff that's going on, but like, they're not gonna change. I mean, they want, mm -hmm. they want, you know, some people, this is what they live for, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Do you feel like, um, do you feel like uh, a lot of these things are triggered by the subject matter in the music, like where art is truly imitating life? Um, you know, do you, do you feel that way or do you feel um, like it's, you know, from other things? I mean, I'm definitely inspired by music, you know what I'm saying? But I think, I think I've always been inspired by, uh... Well, no, I meant, what I was asking was, do you feel like some, like the violence, um... Oh, it's that's inspired just going by on. the music? Yeah, like is art imitating life, like where... Oh, right, um... I mean, possibly, man, because I remember, like, back in the day, like, when I was coming up, you know, it would be a lot of stories about rappers, like, not really being gangsters and shit, mm -hmm. but like nowadays these niggas are not lying in yeah. the reps. Like yeah. they're literally. <laughs> yeah, like before we had studio gangsters, but now these, yeah, these, these cats really got most. Yeah, they really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they like half my age. Yeah. That's wild to me. Yeah, really with the You know shit. what I mean? And I just feel like, um, 
I don't know, man. It's hard to say, man, because like somebody made an interesting point too. They were like, well, if you say niggas listen to rap and want to go murder, like what do all these like mass shooters be listening to when they? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I thought about niggas in war who go to war. I'm like, well, they listening to all this. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's like. Some people just need war, man. Like they real Martians. Like they just they need war. Like yeah. I don't I don't know. Whatever they signed up for it when they got the Earth package, but yeah. <laughs> that shit came with warfare. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, um, BLB, do you have uh, any um, like what do you have new uh, that you that you working on? Like what's coming up next? Um, I'm going like I'm going in a completely different direction musically hmm. with the rest of these elements projects and i'm not going to say too much about it but i don't think we'll hear an, another the way bob sounded <laughs> i think the better than drugs album is going to be the last album of that type okay and you can't speak on can't can't speak on uh, what you know what's changing. I do have a rock album coming out too. Okay, okay. Um, I have a rock band. We did the whole album recorded. It's, it's getting mastered now. Mm. So there is that amongst other things also. Okay. <laughs> but nothing, no nothing's normal. Okay. Word, Le word. Literally, <laughs> yo. So I saw your uh, webisode series, your, your vlog series. Um, is it called Sand Nudes or Sand News? Yeah. Yeah. So that's dope. You're going around. You're going around the country, or going around the world, and finding all the dope ramen spots. Yes. Okay. And how did you even come up on ramen? How did that become a part of your? I mean, you know, of course, like every nigga, pack ramen, throw it in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw it in the boil in the pot, boil that bitch for like three minutes, three yeah. to five minutes. Yeah. Man, and like it wasn't until I started traveling. I can't remember when it happened. But <laughs> we found I feel like my fiance introduced me to some gourmet ramen. Like okay. where you go to a restaurant and mm -hmm. buy it. And I was like, wait a minute. You can go to a restaurant and buy ramen like this? Right, because we just know ramen noodles. Dollar yeah, $1. and this happened recently. I'm like five years, four or five years ago. Yeah. I think we went to Genia. She took me to Genia mm. and had me in a chokehold ever since. Mm. <laughs> and so I started getting into it. Started going to different restaurants and comparing. Yeah. And that's where they get you because mm. you're, you're never going to stop. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like a thing. Like you have to try, like when like when people eat wings, they just like all right, give me some wings in the wing spot, and you go to that wing spot every time. Right. With ramen, if there's a new restaurant, you have to try it. Hmm. If you don't try it, it's like Pokemon. You know what huh. I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I hear you say it's all in the broth. <laughs> oh, it's all in the broth, bro. Yeah. It's in the broth, and then like I started making it. I started learning the components. Oh, wow. Okay. The different types of broth you make. Like you got, first of all, you got five components, right? It's mm -hmm. the broth, it's the noodles. It's the toppings, it's the tare, and then it's the aromatic oil. But when it comes to the broth, you got shoyu ramen, you got the miso ramen, hmm. I mean miso, you got the um, uh, tonkatsu, you got the, uh, you can also do a fish base, I don't know what that's called, but it's, it's, you know. So you got all these different types of broth, and then you got the vegan broth. Hmm. Now they got the vegetarian vegan mm -hmm. option. And so you can make, you know what I'm saying, like it's so many 
layers to to the flavor. Yeah. And it's like you got some flavors that hit you at the beginning, mm. then some flavors that show up late. Mm. And you have to know which ones to use depending on the type of broth you got because it's gonna taste sour or too bitter if you got the wrong toppings and the wrong flavors. Huh. Yeah. Like you're a real deal ramen connoisseur. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like don't ask me to cook like other shit, like <laughs> that's what I just cook what I'm good at, that's it. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, Bob, you got any? Uh, you got any last words for the uh, for DGB? Um, any shout outs you want to give? Um, man, shouts out to Decatur, shouts out to Eastside, shouts out to everybody um, working on that music. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you, um, you know what I'm saying? Just, just always tell yourself that you're gonna make it. Always tell yourself that you're gonna overcome this. It's just gonna be a moment in the pan, and. Shouts out to uh, all of my fans that have been listening to me since the beginning or whenever you've been started listening to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't really care as long as you're still listening. <laughs> uh, and then shout out to my team. Shouts out to Hang Dynasty. And uh, shout out to my amazing stylist too that got me this nice ass coat. <laughs> um, shouts out to Taylor. Shouts out to. Uh, this is my birthday coming up, so. Okay, word, yes sir. I'm, I'm a bask in this moment. Hi, man, do your thing, man. This joint got me high as hell. Happy, happy birthday, bro. Oh yeah, Scorpio season. Yes, Shouts sir. out to all the Scorpios too, by the way. Yes, um, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's I think what's I got up. them all. That's what's up, man. Well, BLB, appreciate you jumping off the porch with us. Can I jump off the porch? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> wow, why the fuck you say the earth is flat? I mean, you threw our whole career away and then just fade to black? You just gonna disappear and not a... Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.